besties welcome back to the tana talks podcast it is me montana duran and today we are joined with a very special guest someone that i've never met but i've been following his story from afar for a while and i'm super honored that he's here hi kd hill welcome to the podcast hey how you doing montana i'm good how are you i'm doing great i appreciate you being on here because i we never met but my roommate excuse me my roommate is kirsten and her mom is super tight with you and all the Ole Miss boys and she always talks she always talks about you guys and I remember um when we were here last year she had told me a little bit she had told us uh, about what happened and my heart was just so broken and then now to see it's only it hasn't even been a year right since everything happened. been a year like seven months oh my goodness wow and to see like how far you've come like it's just so inspiring and so I really appreciate this so you want to get into a little bit like of your story you know like from the beginning like Ole Miss football boy like everything yeah sure so um like Montana said it it hasn't even been a year so that's the testament of God's grace and mercy over our lives um what God has for us is better than our plans, and his plans are not meant to harm us, but to prosper us and give us hope in the future, as we know. But it all started when I was about 10 years old, started playing football, and um, I grew up single-parent household. My grandfather was a father figure in my life. He passed away in 2010 when I was 10 from pancreatic cancer, so um, I still think about that pretty much every day. and so. Growing up, I always had big dreams and aspirations of playing at the highest level, NFL, SEC, and I would always tell my peers in school, middle school, you know how growing up in middle school, you got kids that like to joke and make fun of kids, and they used to tell me I wouldn't play in the SEC. I would have PE teacher tell me the same thing, and um, everything came to pass through hard work and perseverance but most of all i had to meet god halfway so i did have to work towards that dream and through all of that i made it to the sec i graduated high school with 30 plus offers um coming out of high school and i ended up starting at Ole miss three years in a row i wore number 38 which is the highest award you can earn which is chucky muller's award and chucky being from alabama that meant a lot to me as well to be able to wear that number with pride and I was drafted by the XFL by the Orlando Guardians on the first day of the draft and I actually attended the New York Jets and the Bills rookie minicamp and on July 21st um, I had a tragic accident where my day well my life it didn't change for the worse but for the better um, through all of that I found my my purpose in life which is motivational speaking and as I sat there in the truck I was trapped for almost five hours as my leg was smashed and I had my right leg amputated on the scene and not once did I cry or anything while there. Actually, when the state trooper arrived first on the scene, the first thing I said was hold my hand and let's pray. And so, you know, at that moment, I knew that God was going to comfort me and encamp his angels all around me and my brother. And so, like I said, it's just a testament of God's grace and mercy on our lives and that everything that happens in our life, he don't mean it to harm us, but he mean it for our good. And, um, as you see, I'm sitting right here looking good as ever. <laughs> you are. And I literally just got tears in my eyes because um, that's so beautiful. Like, I just have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts because 
I don't know, like, if you know this, but I started this podcast after I got in a really, really bad car accident, not near, and then I come across your story, I see your stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, it looks like a fender bender compared to what you were going through, and I did not handle my situation like that, like, I did not, in, in all honesty, I didn't, and to see how you've handled this, and, like, how you've taken your pain, and it's become a purpose, like, first of all, how, how did you do that, and, like, how did you not cry for five out like, for five hours, and how did, how did, like, five hours, what were, what was going through your head in those five hours? Like, I am so just in shock and in awe of your story. Well, I wish you was there to see it because actually I was calm as ever. Like in my book, I'm writing a book and in the chapter that I have as a complimentary chapter on my website, it says that I was calm as a river. And so what I meant about that was I just laid my head on the steering wheel and I would just close my eyes. And I would just sit there. And I just knew when I said that simple prayer with the state trooper that God would comfort me because they didn't call my mom till three hours of me being in that in the accident. So I was still stuck. And so I knew my leg was smashed on. Of course I felt it, but I just knew that I was still alive and that as long as I continue to fight and trust God, I knew that I was gonna make it out because not too many people can make it that long with all the losing that much blood. I had two blood transfusions on the scene and they had to wrap a tourniquet around my leg because it was bleeding excessively. And so they had to eventually give me this type of fluid to blood clot my blood. And it, God just truly worked his miracles. And the EMT, he actually messaged me and my mom and he said in all the 35 years he's been an EMT, he never felt so helpless on the scene. And he said that they felt the divine power on the scene. So I truly believe that God's plan is for the good of minds and all that he's going to guide me along the best pathway of my life. And to be honest, through all I've been through, I just knew to put my trust in God. Me reading stories in the Bible about faith. We know that the Bible has many stories about Moses, um, Abraham, um, Joseph and then Job. So when I get down, I just always go back to those storms, those stories that talk about those storms we will face because storms are not meant to harm you, but to show you things you never knew you had inside of you. And so the thing about these storms are that it's not going to happen on our time. Storms are going to attack people. It don't matter how old you are, who you are, it, it don't discriminate. But one thing you have to know that you don't know when the storm is going to end, but when that rain ends, there will be sun at the end. But make sure once you got through the storm that you learn something from it because each storm teaches you something. And so that, that's just like the mountain. When you're climbing a mountain, you have different cliffs and altitudes and you have to be able to adjust to different altitudes. And what I mean about the altitudes, you have to be able to adjust to the different accomplishments you get along that mountain and that journey because each cliff you have to strategically grab and reach for or you'll fall. So throughout life, you have to be well prepared for the certain obstacles that are coming in your life. And that's what they do. They mold you and God is molding you for that exact bless that exact that exact blessing he has for you in your future because you have to be prepared to handle everything that comes with that blessing. That is why they say don't wish to be in someone else's shoes because you don't know what it took for them to be in the position they are in. We have a church this morning. That is so good. That is so good. You talk a lot about about God and you give all God all the glory. 
did you, were you like, did you, were you raised that way? And that's how you like, did it take it to another level or like, like how, how do you, like for me, like I felt super. And sometimes when I've been through things that like storms, like when you're in the middle of a storm, sometimes like my first reaction is like to get mad at God. Like, I just love to do that. But like, how did you not do that? Like, was it the foundation, like how you were raised, like stuff like that? Actually the foundation of your life. Um, it talks about in the Bible where if you build your house on the rock, when the storm comes, the waters and the flood, it would not wash away. But if you build your house on the sand, like the foolish man, it'll wash away. So, you know, when, when you lose faith, you're, you're going to lose faith along the journey. We're human. But because you faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You have to believe in things you can't see. You have to speak those things as if they exist. So once you realize that and know that, you go back to those scriptures again and read the story of Job, Moses, Abraham. I love the story of Moses. He was chosen before he was in his mother's womb. His story was already written. So what I mean about that is what God has for you is for you. We may stray away at times, but when you are his chosen, he's going to always come back and find you. That's just like the hundred, the hundred sheep. When one leave, he's going to leave the 99 and go find that one sheep. Yeah, so that that's something I truly believe in. Um, God chooses us. We don't choose him. And when he chooses you, he's going to bless you. But you have to trust him along the way. He's not going to tell you what it's going to take to get to that blessing, but he's going to mold you and prepare you. He's not going to tell you when it's going to come. But make sure you're ready to handle that blessing when it does come because eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard the things he's going to bless you with. But when you are in your waiting season as well, you also – you have to sometimes be quiet and let God work while you're in your waiting season. And while you're quiet, just let his goodness show on you because the presence will be felt when you're talking to people and they're going to feel his anointing on your life. And so when he blesses you, you give him all the credit. Well, I can feel it on your life for sure. Even through this uh, Riverside thing, I can feel it. I can. And it's beautiful. So that it hasn't even been a year, which is just honestly a testament to God, like to you, to God, to the story, to everything. It's it's beautiful. What has the last seven months looked like for you from like that, those five hours in the car to now we're sitting here in February? Like what has that journey like been like the recovery, the adjusting to a new, you know, like body I get like being in your own body again and so like what has that been like easy I work out every <laughs> single day um actually um the next day after my accident I got up and walked on the walker the days that I didn't have PT in the hospital me and my mom would get up and walk around the hospital and each day I would try to go farther and farther and when I got home I wasn't able to work out for two months so I would do sit-ups every single day at least 500 sit-ups every single day at the house. And then the day I found out I could work out again, I began to do one-legged push-ups. And then I just been at it every single day. So that's just God's grace. And just the what continues to keep me going is I have a one-year-old son. He just turned one two days ago. And so one day he's going to go through some life things and he's going to ask his father, hey, um, how do I get through this? And he's going to see stories about me and it's only going to push him and it's going to let him know that just because you don't see the sun now 
doesn't mean it's not going to come. You're going to have to have rainy days, but those rainy days are going to help you grow because we're like, how can I say this? I want to get a good explanation. So we're like grass. And so when the rain, what grass and plants need water to grow. So we're going to need those storms to help us grow our faith and help us to, you know, um, see what we never knew we had inside of us. And so character, it builds character. And so when the sun comes, it's going to blossom you. And it's going to make you be grateful for that rain instead of looking at it as something as a as a disadvantage in your life, you know? That is so good. Wow. This is so inspiring. So I think, too, like, I feel like you just have, like, I feel like athletes, especially, like, when you're at, like, that level of athletic, like, D1 and going into all that, like, you just have a different level of, like, you have a different mindset. Like, you are not going to lose, you know? And I think that's a, that's incredible. And it's so inspiring. And so now you're writing this book. What has the book journey been like to like write this book, to share your story? Like, how's that been to like process everything and like all that? Well, it's easy for me because my life has been a movie the entire time. <laughs> I remember everything I've gone through and I just been letting God lead me along the chapters in my book and just listen to the thoughts and visions he given me along this journey as well. I have a question just because I, um, Duh, I have a question. It's a podcast. Um, <laughs> I, after I've, I've, I had like two car accidents and it took me so long to start like feeling comfortable driving again. Have you ever, have you experienced that? Like, how'd you get through that? Like I, I would get so scared every time I would drive. So, um, actually when I, for the first day I got out of the hospital, I was nervous and then now I'm okay. Um, I just don't like driving at night. So I'd rather drive in the day now and get to where I want to go. But other than that, I'm okay now. That's amazing. And so, <clears throat> like I said, I just started on Good Morning America. That's so incredible. And when I was watching it, I literally had tears in my eyes. I was like, I love this guy. I've never met him before. <laughs> so you want to take this book and you want to be a motivational speaker. Like, what does that look like? Like, what does that next, what does this next chapter look like? Like, what does, because you thought your future was going to go one way, now it's going this way. So, like, what does that next chapter of stepping into this role look like for you? Well, like I tell everyone, I I don't, I do off what God wants me to do. Um, whatever his will is, that's what I do. And so, if I continue to let him lead me, I know it's going to prosper me. And most of all, it's going to help others get to know him and help grow his kingdom. I don't want it to be all about me. I want to continue to give him the glory and credit for everything he has done in my life. And so that's what I do. So um, my next future or whatever um, comes to pass is all because of him. So whatever he has for me and the doors he opened for me, I will walk into them and the doors he closed for me. I will not walk into them because he know that's not for me because he have greater things ahead for me. Wow. That is so, I, I love how you give God all the glory. That is incredible. That is incredible. And you might be a pastor too, like not yeah, just a motivational speaker. You might have some sermons in there somewhere. Yeah, I get that sometimes. I talked to my friends last night. I was talking to one of my good friends, and um, he's preparing for the NFL draft. And I read at least by five scriptures to him, and it's just something. I, it's a must that I must do. I think that you have a very, very. I think. The whole point of why I started this podcast is taking your pain and turning it to purpose. And I think this is such a painful thing that you had to go through, but you have nothing but a smile. You literally didn't even cry when it happened. Like it's 
it's mind it's it's mind blowing. Has there been times where you do get like sad or something, and like what do you do on those days? Go back to the Bible. How <laughs> did that, I know you were gonna say that? That, that? That's literally what I do. Um, like I say, we human. Um, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I look at my leg. I miss football, you know. So. But I just go back to the scriptures and know because I'm still in the uncertainty of my life. And so I still go back to the word and I rely on the word and I put my trust in him because I know if he brought me this far, he wouldn't leave me. So you you can't get this far in life and stop putting your trust in God when you look back over the years and you look back over these seven months, how far he brought you. There's nobody but God. You can't say it's just you. The, the doors he has opened for me is truly a blessing and I'm forever grateful and so I continue to put my trust in him as always that's so good that's so good so are you like fully done with like all the recovery stuff like are you good to like work out and I've been I've been done really since I got home once I started having PT literally the first day they told me they said we really don't have to come you could do everything on your own so I just was so driven, like I say, of Jesus, he was crucified to save all our lives. He didn't wash some of our sins, but he washed all our sins away. And so um, if he rose three days, I know I can do something for him at least to continue to give him my all and to glorify him through all of the pain. Because as it says, if Jesus suffered, so shall we suffer. But once you have suffered, you will see God's glory. So we have to go through trials and tribulations to see God's glory. It's a must. It's necessary. But you have to understand that. That that's the thing about faith. You have to you have to see those things before they even exist. You get what I'm saying? So I, I truly trust in God. I always tell God, although I can't see you, I trust you. I told him that when I was in the truck with my accident. It, they always say you when you when you're going through hard times you you revert back to what you know as a coping mechanism um, you you got some people that go to drugs or whatever but I put my trust in God because that's the only person that could get me out what I was going through and so he has truly shined his grace and mercy upon my life as you see on my social media through all the things I do now that's nobody but him that's leading me. And when I speak, it's not me speaking. It's the spirit that's guiding me. It really is because I, you know, I can feel it through a computer. So I know that it's real. I can't imagine like what it's like when you go speak at these events and speak to these kids or whatever, whoever you're speaking to, like, it's probably amazing. And because this is amazing. You mentioned in the beginning that you grew up like in a single parent household. So your and you were you were saying they didn't call your mom for like three hours and then she's been helping you a lot like how have how has y'all's relationship like have you guys gotten like really close from this you guys have clearly always been close but like what's that like you know like how have- i was just telling somewhere like yesterday two days ago i said me and my mom at like brothers and sisters <laughs> well our relationship is close like that well I just want you to know that I'm so thankful for you coming on and sharing your story. It really, for me at least, like it put everything, it's put so much into perspective for me. And I remember when I first heard about everything from Kirsten's mom, I was, we were all praying for you, like surrounding and you clearly have a huge call on your life and you are here for a purpose. And 
I appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on and share your story. And I just hope that others can be inspired from this because I know I am. And I know that it's made me see things differently. And I just, I just really appreciate you doing this. Is there anything else you say or share? Well, once again, I want to say thank you for taking your time out to even giving me this opportunity to share my story. Anytime I get that opportunity, it's, it's such a blessing. Um, those that are listening and watching this, I, I do have a website called www.newlifeleadership.org slash kdbook. And on that website, it'll tell you a little about my story. And um, it also have a complimentary PDF chapter of my book. And that chapter is called July 21st, the day everything had changed. And it's going to not just talk about that day of July 21st, but how to be calm in the storm and things you will face while in the storm and how to just be content in life, like Paul says in Philippians 4.12. So I hope that whoever reads it, um, that it impacts your life. I'm going to go read it. Can you give us one tip on how to stay calm in the storm before we leave? Um, most definitely. <laughs> um, Having faith, like I say, you, you got to have faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But when you have faith, it says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you shall tell this mountain to move. And so I always go back to Moses. Um, When Pharaoh was chasing them out of Egypt, and so when Moses got to the Red Sea, he parted the Red Sea, but he did that because of faith. And when the, all of the, the Israelites, they had faith the entire time as they were going through the desert. And God basically told them, like, why give up on me now when I brought you this far? Because they was complaining because they haven't got to the promised land. And God continued to show, um, you know, blessings in their lives along the way by providing food for them as well. And so just continue to have faith through the storms of your life. And when you get in that middle of that storm, you have to understand that he didn't bring you this far to leave you. That is so good. That is so good. Well, thank you. Where can people find you on social media too? I, I know your website and the book and I want everyone to go download it. Do you know when it's going to come out? The full version? Yeah. So, um, when the, still cooking. yeah, it's still cooking. So when, when the full version come out, I send you an email. So you put your email in there, you get the PDF chapter. And then when the full version come out, I will email you where to get that chapter from that book from and so my instagram is grind kd underscore 55 twitter is the same grind kd underscore 55 my tiktok is grind kd underscore 55 and my facebook is kd hill and my linkedin is kadarian hill so k-a-d-a-r-i-a-n hill and so if you want to contact me or reach out to me you can do it that way as well Amazing. I'm out to follow you on. Do you tweet? I love Twitter. Everyone, no yeah. one loves Twitter anymore. I love Twitter. You put out inspirational tweets. I'm about to go follow yeah, you. Yeah, so um, I actually got to do one today. Once a week, I put out scriptures and I break down the scriptures. I actually, I'm going to tell you the scripture I'm going to break down today. Let's see. I that scripture. That scripture is Mark 10, verse 29 through 31. And so I'm going to break that down today. And I'll post it on all my social media platforms. Well, I'm about to go follow you on Twitter. Again, I really appreciate you doing this and coming on. This has been just, even just hearing, like following your story from afar has been super just inspiring. And I just know that this is, this is um, just the beginning. Like the best is yet to come and God's got you clearly, clearly. 
and he's always going to have you and I can't wait to see you and what you do and and continue to give God the glory. Yeah, thank you so much. It's nice meeting you virtually as thank well. You. I know. We'll have to you have to you guys have to come to LA yeah, got soon. Yeah, to. I'm pretty sure we'll cross paths one day. 100%. 100%. Well, again, thank you and happy birth happy belated yeah, to your son. Thank you. We, we I had a birthday birthday too. The best people born in January and February. When is your birthday? January the Okay, 30th. February 30th? No, no, no. January okay, happy belated birthday to you as well. When was February first? First, yeah, I saw that. February I I saw probably that is, yeah. they Those probably are... don't even go to thirty days in February. It doesn't. I'm talking <laughs> about February thirtieth. It's okay. I thought so. I was just gonna let it go. Like I wasn't gonna bring it up. <laughs> it's all good. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for taking time and thank being you here. so much. We'll have to. Ch well, I'll chat, and there'll be clips, and everything will okay, be great. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.